Fans of the Dynasty Invest podcast, if you feel like there was one particular episode in the back catalogue in the anthology of Dynasty Invest podcast episodes that really, really, really was massively valuable to you, feel free to share that with a fellow dental colleague who's in a similar position so their understanding of finance can be elevated and they can hit the next level of financial success in their life. Also, as well as that, if you could take two seconds to rate and review this podcast, it would mean the world to me. What that would mean is that it drives this podcast further in terms of reach so that more dentists across the world can be able to benefit from the knowledge contained therein. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Dentists Who Invest podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dentistry Invest podcast. And we are booked in with a very exciting episode today to talk about two young entrepreneurial gentlemen from the medical world, Zane and Ams. And they're here today to talk about their platform, Peer, and also their experiences outside of dentistry because it's a path less trodden, a path less beaten. But I, I'm absolutely positive that most dentists and doctors could benefit from going down there a little bit because we're so guilty of suffering from teeth tunnel vision as we were describing just before we hit record today <laughs> that right gentlemen zane arms how are you yeah absolutely. Yeah. oh good james thank you so much for inviting us onto the show thank you dude my pleasure so arms and zane we'll start with arms first it might be nice if you did a little bit of an intro for yourself for the people who don't know you because you are of course a fellow podcaster absolutely so yeah so a little bit of background on me so my name is arms chowdhury um, I'm a junior doctor, qualified in 2018, went to King's College London. Um, you know what? Entrepreneurship wasn't my gig at first. Being in the social media limelight wasn't my thing. This was all an accident. I wanted to be a surgeon. I wanted to be a, first I wanted to be a, a, a heart surgeon, a cardiothoracic surgeon, and then I wanted to be an orthopod. And then I suddenly sort of fell into this world and happily, happily fell into it. When I look back, I'm so grateful to fate, I guess. Um, so, yeah, so what do I do now? So I'm a podcaster, as you said, James, The Scrubbed In Show. What we do is we essentially bring on healthcare professionals who've done awesome, awesome things. James, you need to come to onto our show, by the way. Zane, you're, on, you're already scheduled in on our show. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's The Scrubbed In Show. It started off as a just a passion project. You know, we were just sharing the secrets. You know, at med school, we knew the game to play how to publish, how to get certain points, this, that, and the other. And we just revealed all of that. So that took off. And then what we started to do was bring on guests who did even more. Um, and that's literally blown off into the top 2.5% globally in the medical, uh, in the medical category. Um, and now, and what happened was after that, a bit of background on me again, is that I've always been passionate in education, in peer-to-peer -peer education, stuff that you can learn from people next to you. So before this call, James, you were just giving me gem after gem after gem, right? That stuff's not in the books. It's not in the schools. It's not in the curriculum. That's peer-to-peer -peer education. Yeah. Um, and you know what? That's what the company Peer is all about. It's about how healthcare professionals, doctors, dentists, pharmacists, how all of us can come together, can learn from each other, can share what we know. And you know what? This is the best thing about it is how we can also earn a passive income from it. We're all about empowering people's creativity, allowing them to create content and be entrepreneurs too. This world is exciting. It's fun. And you know what? It's a doorway to let all healthcare professionals to become entrepreneurs. Uh, it's a bit of a, a mouthful, but that's who I am. So, yeah. That's cool, man. And, you know, we were talking off camera as well. And honestly, in my opinion, and I believe that you shared this opinion with me, the power is in every flipping medical professional's hands to go out there, create something that they love and put it on the internet. And guess what? Whether it gets a million followers or 10 followers, it's fun. Okay. It's Absolutely. fun. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's, flipping time. it's just putting something that you love out there. Yeah. And I honestly think that one of the easiest ways that pe passive income is a buzz phrase, right? Everybody's like, oh, mm -hmm. passive income, how do I do it? And I feel like there's this misconception that if you just know the tiniest little bit about something, you can go and buy this thing and it'll, it's like the world's best cast. <laughs> you can buy this thing and it'll just give you money forever. It doesn't really work like that. Probably yeah. one of the easiest things that you can do is get a following. But the thing about it is you have to show that following so much love and do it for the right reasons because they'll have to believe in you as a person and believe that you're authentic. And really, that's probably the easiest gateway to be able to create something on the yep. side, some sort of side business, some sort of side. Mm, mm, mm. Business is the best way to have passive income. But the problem with the business mm. is 
that it's never passive at the start. It's active at the start. Okay. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of graft and energy, man. <laughs> dude, show me someone who started a business and it was passive from day one. That's that doesn't happen. Okay. But exactly. you get to that point and guess what? You you will get to that point eventually. But the thing about it is one thing's for sure, certain, if you never begin, nothing will ever happen. You know what I mean? Exactly. And at least if you start yeah. and put some energy into it, you gotta fit mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Do you know one thing about uh what you just said about starting some sort of stream, a passive income stream, some sort of uh business, right? You know what's one one thing that's authentic to every single person on this planet, and that's that we all know something, we all have unique experiences, and we're all willing to share that. And you know what, someone's got something to learn off of that. So the easiest content to create is just actually share what's up in here. And that's it. Exactly. And that's, it. And that's, that's what I'm trying to do, man. Yeah, yeah. Ams, I can tell you're on your own podcast because you sound exactly like me. It's like a flipping soundboard, but you know, that's a good thing, man. That's a flipping good thing, man, because it's validating. I say a lot of this stuff on the podcast, boy, and I feel strongly mm-hmm. about it. I really do. This is Absolutely. the way so many great things in life. So many great things. Zane, my Absolutely. friend, how are you today? My speech, yeah. we had a little bit of an intro about yourself as well. Yeah, yeah, hello. So, not as uh, up there as Ams just yet. Uh, oh, whatever. <laughs> to learn a lot from you know both you guys and you know it's great to be here finally. So I qualified 2019. Uh, I did biomedical science before that, uh, but I've had this you know this love of teaching in some form for as long as I can remember. Be it mentoring, tutoring in sixth form, even like raising awareness about and educating others about my colitis. Um, and for me, I think sharing knowledge is really what makes the world go round. Like 100. Like none of us would be here where we are without the help of someone else. You know, I firmly believe that, you know what I mean? Like my mentor was my own dentist from 15 years ago. He gave me work mm. experience, he had an application. And, you know, I'm so in touch with him now in terms of like career and clinical advice. And the crazy thing is, he still has his mentor from when he first qualified as well. You know, and he, that guy's like 80 years old. And it's again, you know, sharing that experience, that knowledge, that teaching is what helps other people to grow. And I think we forget sometimes that, you know, there are people out there dying to know what you know. You might not realise it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like great examples we had before you came on. It's like, you know, we might just take it for granted being able to do a social media post or doing, mm-hmm. doing a crown prep, whatever it may be. You know, someone else out there wants to know how you did that or how you got that job. And it's only through passing on to other people that I think is what helps people to grow and get, get, get through in life really and um, you know the reason I'm here now is I've joined Peer as a dental lead and for myself again like I love teaching I love education but I thought it was a very small scale and so I joined Peer because I saw I thought it was a platform that had huge potential limitless potential you know because mm-hmm. it's connected not with just one person but you know hundreds of people on a global scale and like I said we've all got something to teach and I thought Peer is a perfect way to share that knowledge you have you know, back in university when I was there, it's like, fair enough, you know, from the textbooks and the lectures, a lot of the learning came from our older peers, people in the fourth mm. years and the fifth years who'd come and give us, you know, a brief lecture, pass over notes, even the clinical tutors, you know what I mean? They've been in the game for 15, 20 years and they're passing on all those years of experience to you in one mm. clinical session. And for me, that's, again, what makes the world go around. And I thought with peer, it's a perfect place to share that knowledge because you got something you know, which is golden. It's a gem. And it's time, you know, to share it with other people and impart that knowledge and help them to grow and excel. And then they can impart it to someone else. But that cycle is never ending. It's evergreen. You know, it keeps Absolutely. growing and keeps helping others. And, um, you know, just, I couldn't agree more with what Amish just said. That I think knowledge is the key to life and it helps others to, to really excel in every way, uh, which is Absolutely. all I'm here. Join the peer team now, you know, I saw what these guys were doing and I thought, you know, I need to jump on this. This platform has huge potential and, um, you know, I just couldn't wait to get involved, you know. So I dove in and now I'm here talking about it, talking about experience in the podcast with you guys. Real quick, guys, I've put together a special report for dentists entitled The Seven Costly and Potentially Disastrous Mistakes that dentists make whenever it comes to their finances. Most of the time, dentists are going through these issues and they don't even necessarily realize that they're happening 
until they have their eyes opened. And that is the purpose of this report. You can go ahead and receive your free report by heading on over to www.denisoninvest.com forward slash podcast report. Or alternatively, you can download it using the link in the description. This report details these seven most common issues. However, most importantly, it also shows you how to fix them. I'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Awesome. And you know, two things on sharing knowledge, right? First of all, people come to me. Some people come to me when they've made their own platform and they say, oh, James, you know, I'm going to tell people certain bits of information on the platform, but I'm going to hold back on others. And maybe that's going to be for the more ring-fenced community, the paying community mm. or whatever. And I'm like, no, mm. you're actually sabotaging yourself if you do that big time, okay? Mm. Because the pure reason why people will come to your group is because the best gems of knowledge that are on there are on there, okay? Exactly. Never hold back, never ever hold back, okay? You'll feel inauthentic, number one. And number two, that will be ultimately sabotaging your whole effort in the first place because the whole thing is going to make people want to come to your platform or to your podcast or to your social media following or whatever it is is because the information is so insanely good on there and if you do want to make a course or a program or something else just give it to people give the knowledge give it to people in a structured way because people need Mm -hmm. that it's the fact Mm -hmm. that it's succinct and in order that people will pay for that's where the value comes from okay not the fact that you've held back the whole way Okay. And I love that. That was, I realized that a long time ago. And that is, that is a gem right there for anybody who wants to create a following. Never, ever, ever hold back. Go all out for those people. Number one, because it's an amazing human thing. And number two, Mm. because it is actually the best thing for the health of your platform. And the second thing I was going to say just then, here's another way of looking at sharing knowledge. I get a lot of people who say things like, oh, I don't feel like I know enough to help this, Mm. to help that person. Here's the thing. By default, you, Ams, and you, Zane, because of who you are, individuals, Mm. you will be able to serve and help some people better because you'll be able to communicate to them and relate to them better just because of who you are, right? Let's put it on side, yeah? Yeah? Mm -hmm. You know, as two chaps who are under 30, you have an inherent bond with people who are under 30 that someone who's 90 will struggle to have. Absolutely. I'm not yeah. saying they yeah. can't have it. I'm being careful with my words. They'll struggle to have it, surely from mm. the fact we're not in the same generation. Therefore, communication and how we get information across to each other, there'll always be that shared bond, that shared upbringing that gives us a unique understanding of each other, okay? Absolutely. Now, let's speak about the person who's 19. Maybe they've got so much more experience, but can they mm. actually communicate that? Does that make them a good teacher? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have something that will help other people. It's not just an option to teach other people, it's your duty. Okay. Exactly. I've always said the same. Hundred percent. That's a responsibility. You know, you've been you've been blessed with this knowledge. You put in the graph, the work, you paid the fees, you've got it all up there, but it's no good just sitting up there. It needs to be shared yeah. to help others. You know, I couldn't agree with that more, to be honest. Yeah. And you um, know what? It it's it's empowering. That's that. That's really important to understand that when you share what you know, right, you're opening the doors for someone else. It's not you just opening doors up for yourself and the opportunities for yourself that will open up when you're sharing content, putting value out into the world. But for that person who's taking that all in, right, they're breaking through their own doors because of, yeah. of you, because of you. Yeah. 100%. Um, 100%. So, yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah. I so agree. Back, knowledge in, sharing. back in 2015, I was mentoring saying that before you said that and I mentored two, two students one of them wanted to get into dentistry right another one mm. wanted to be a midwife so now they're both qualified and the crazy thing is the dentist who got in he was with me on my floor in clinics and hospital so I'd see him on clinic seeing patients same time that I was there now this mm. guy is on insta he's working for some fancy practicing Canary Wolf doing the insanest smile makeovers for footballers wicked to play for Liverpool play for Chelsea and I'm sitting here in my little village, you know, taking our teeth. <laughs> and he's there doing the craziest composite veneers and all this. And I think, wow, you know, this guy, I remember from sixth form even, helping him to write mm-hmm. his Utah statement. And now, mm-hmm. you know, we still keep in touch. And now he's there smashing it, making twice as much money as I am. You know what I mean? Doing all this. That smart. is wicked, man. So that is wicked. It's amazing. And then that's the thing. The beauty of it, him himself, is now teaching others. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And other people are going to him, how did you get there? What did you do? What skills do you have? How can I gain those skills myself? And mm-hmm. it's just that cycle that keeps it going. And that's Absolutely. what we're here for. Really. That's what we're all about. 
Here's an interesting question of both of you guys, right? So mm. who's the best teacher for you guys, wherever you are in your life? Who's the, who would you say is the best teacher? Is it the, is it the professor? Is it the guy at Harvard, Oxford, Cambridge? Is it the guy who work, who's working with you? Who would you say? Mm, that's a good question. So we're, we're talking about, broadly speaking, which character broadly. in my life mm, yeah. I learned the most from? Um, I've had some really good mentors, you know, like some really good people who I, I definitely wouldn't call them colleagues. I would say they're people mm. that I've worked for or mm. I've, I've hired them to do certain things or maybe mm. my, my tutors from clinic. I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer, but that would be my anecdotal but, response on that one. What about, what about you, Zane? Who would you say? I don't, that's a difficult one. I think the best teacher is the one that you most want to learn from at that time. Mm. So mm. for example, you know, if you want to learn about taking out teeth, you know, doing surgical extraction, the best teacher is going to be the oral surgeon. You can do it already. If I want mm. to learn how to, you know, run a household, run a family, then I've got to speak to my parents because they raised me. So for mm. me, I think the best teacher is a person that you want to be or that person you want to emulate next year, next month, or five, ten years' time. And it's all about, yeah. you know, grasping it from different sources. Now, I'm not going to yeah, go yeah. ask my dad to teach me how to do a filling. You know, I'm going to go to someone who I think is the best at that or someone that I know can mm. do it well, what place that I want to be at. So I'll go to them. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, teaching, you learn from everyone. Even my, but I had my nephews, 15 years old, teaching me about NFTs. You know what I mean? <laughs> age, is, age is just a number. It's all about who has the knowledge and who can share it the best. You know, who wants mm-hmm. to share it with me. And for me, the best teacher, like I said, is a person who's willing to help you and mm-hmm. be the person that you want to be, that you see for yourself. That's for me the best Wicked. teacher. Wicked. So you, you guys kind of took the, the limelight away because you guys kind of gave away the answer. <laughs> but yeah, so I think I think the best teachers out there, right? So you guys... You guys alluded to it. It's not one person. It's never one person. One one person does not know everything, right? Uh, James, you said to also you're learning from people who you employ or people work for you and you've worked for. So it's people around you in your setting, in your environment, people who are one step ahead of you, one step behind you. And mm-hmm. then Zane, you talked about being time specific. So where you are in your life, right? Different teachers have different levels of importance. So for example, you just use the dentistry example, right? If you're learning dentistry, you're a qualified dentist, right? Those guys doing the stuff that you need to do around you, they're the best teachers, right? Yeah, Whilst yeah. a student, right, a student with the goal of getting past the exams, their best tutors are probably going to be the guys that have just sat the exam and just come out of it, right? Yeah, and then yeah. they move on. Uh, and then you use the last thing, Zane, which was you want to learn the best things from the best people out there, right? So you want to nitpick, take the best from everyone out there. Uh, so yeah, man, that's uh, that's my opinion. I think the best teachers come from different time point in your life, different specialties, and people around you, man. And for okay. everyone, fifteen-year-olds teaching you about NFTs, you could teach me a thing. Send me his number, man. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. see, I love that mindset, right? Because anybody who knows that is all of a sudden so much more alert to opportunities to learn. Because it's like mm-hmm. they're not just because they're out of context, just because they're not mm-hmm. in a traditional education facility, your mind is now still open because you're thinking to yourself, actually, knowledge is all around me. I'm almost inadvertently closing myself off if I'm not recognizing it. There's another way exactly of looking right. at it. There you go. And that's why that lesson is helpful. Ams, you're someone who's progressed on this path of entrepreneurship inadvertently mm-hmm. almost from what you were telling me earlier. You just started talking yeah. about things that you loved and then all of a sudden people started noticing your podcast. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it's such a exactly. life enhancing thing, right? It's so much fun. What would you say to anybody who's thinking about taking the leap, putting themselves out there on the internet, creating some sort of side hustle, creating some sort of content? What would you say to those people? Would you say do it? Would you say think twice? Would you say unequivocally leap at it without even giving it a second thought? What would you say? Yeah. You know, uh, I, I saw... Uh, before I go into it, the answer, right? I saw a LinkedIn post of someone who's talking about this, about side hustling. And he's several uh, months down the line now. And he was like, I wish I started earlier. And that's one thing that everyone says. Everyone says, I wish I started earlier. So three words to anyone that's thinking of some sort of side hustle, project, venture, podcast, YouTube, anything. And that's just do it. You're right. If you look at the first videos, the first podcast that we released, right, 
they're embarrassing. They're embarrassing, man. I want to take them down. <laughs> I don't think Abdul will let me take them down because I found it hard to speak on camera. I found it hard. I was stumbling and I was trying to find different words that didn't match. My sentences didn't make sense. I was trying to say one thing and something else came out of my mouth. Um, but you know what? It's like, that's the journey. When you look back, you're like, oh, yeah, oh exactly. look at that. Look at that. Look where I am now. So yeah. um, just do it. Get started. And you will learn along the way. And you know what the most powerful thing is? When you just do it, you get, you get to James. Like, I wouldn't have ever met you were it not for my podcast and then me meeting Zane. Zane being a dentist and telling me all about your podcast and what you're about. It's the community. It's the friends yeah. you form. You don't get that. I mean, you get that at work, but again, it's all in one frame of thought, one frame of specialty. Everyone's thinking the same almost. Um, but yeah, man, it's just do it. Just do it. That's awesome. And Zane, you're progressing down the same path at the moment. What are you learning along the way? What would you say to the old Zane who never thought about this stuff or maybe wasn't even necessarily interested? <laughs> In this stuff, uh, what do I say? So, like, I think a big part of this me joining this journey, being on here right now, is because I wanted to learn those skills. I've got no experience in tech, no experience in entrepreneurship. You know, I'm just doing my thing for the NHS, working as a core trainee you now in oral surgery. But I thought, you know, I saw the stuff that these guys are doing for a while. You know, I was, I was a long time mm. listener, I was scrubbed in. Even yourself, James. You know, long time listener of dentist invest. And the message that I kept getting and hearing was like, you know what? These guys, they weren't always professionals that they are now, the experts that you listen to. They all start somewhere. You know what I mean? James, you said it yourself before, you know, like four years ago, you bought your first Bitcoin. It went to, you know, went down the drain. So you learned books of how to improve. And I thought, you know what? I need to have that same mindset. Like, I'm not going to learn it just by seeing it. I need to just jump in. And that's what mm. I did. I dove in, you know, face first into this world of, you know, education and entrepreneurship. But for me, the main reason why I'm really here with Peer is, you know, the love of education and teaching. With Peer, I want to break it down to make it accessible to everyone. You know what I'm saying? Like I said mm. before, you know, before I teach and it might be in one workshop with 10 people, but with Peer, with this platform, we can reach a thousand people with one post. And that's the whole reason mm. that we're here, where professionals can help other professionals, students can help other students and their friends, and the chain goes on and on. You know, and you've got access to people from around the world through peer, uh, mm. through this platform of education and that specialist knowledge. So in terms of the entrepreneur side, it's fantastic because I'm learning skills, you know, that help me in every part of life. And the fact that, you know, I'm on social media more. Before I'd do it, as a, you know, to, t to pass the time. But now I'm there, you know, figuring out ways of marketing, posts, uh, engagement, reaching out to people, connecting with people, networking, all that kind of stuff, which I would never do in my day job as much as I am right now. So again, it's like, okay. if you want to learn a skill, the better to learn the skill is to do it. You know what I mean? And that, learning from these guys has, has been great because like I said, these guys have been established for you know a good couple of years. So they already know the tips and the tricks. Same with you, James. Mm -hmm. Now you're just passing it on to other people. Then myself, I can then pass it on to other people going forward. I know how to do an Instagram post. You know what I mean? The other day, <laughs> I did my, you know, I'm about to make my first reel this week. I've never done that before. So in terms <laughs> of, you know, Zane, Zane before, who wasn't on, but now I wouldn't, I said entrepreneurship, it's just, it's a journey. It's a never ending journey, you know, mm -hmm. and it's just about growing and going forward and setting the next goal and then meeting that. It's never one day that's the same. And I think. Yeah, exactly. I love it. And the fact that before, it's, you know, I'd go work, work my job, work nine to five, come home and watch TV and just chill out. It's like, you know, I'd be exhausted. I'd be shattered. But with this, it's like, it's almost like competition. It's a game. So you come home after your day job, then you start doing this. And then I'm working on this from like 6 to 10 p.m., however long it is. There's, there's no end point. But not in a mm. bad way. It's the fact that that passion, it, it never dies. And it gives you energy you never knew you had before. But you, you see exactly what you've just said. I was just about to say that. There's two things in life. There's things that take energy and there's things that give you energy, okay? Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, how can you put like flipping 20 hours a day, every flipping day into this thing? And I'm like, no, it actually gives me energy. I'd rather do this above everything else in the whole world, okay? Exactly. Flipping cool, okay? And that thing is waiting out there for everybody. And you know... Here's, here's the thing, right? There's 168 hours in a week, okay? And we only live for so long. Mm. And like putting stuff off is honestly akin to 
you're just throwing time down the drain. You only have so much of it. You know what I mean? Exactly. I'd rather spend my whole life rolling the dice and trying to create a side business or a side hustle than go into my grave or go into my deathbed and looking back and thinking, what if? And you know what's a really powerful thing you can do? Here's a mental trick that I use. Mm -hmm. if, I don't have it, if I'm feeling like, you know, I need more energy, I'm demotivated or something that's slightly outside my comfort zone, I think to myself, James, if you don't do this thing right now and you were trying to explain why you didn't do it to yourself on your mm -hmm. deathbed, <laughs> would that wash with you as a man who's about to leave this world? who wanted more than anything to have more experience. Scary. Bro. That's scary, man. That go is scary. There. Go <laughs> yeah. there. You know what? That Do that and see how many things you start saying yes to and how much more progress you start to make. <laughs> oh, that's, that, that's the man. idea of re re regret though, isn't it? Yeah, that's the exactly. idea of regret. You, you don't, you are going to regret all the things you that didn't you do. Didn't exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're not going to yeah. regret the things you did do. It's the stuff yeah, you man. didn't do. Yeah. Um, what so would yeah. the ninety-year-old with fifty million in the bank give <laughs> to swap places with the thirty-year-old or twenty-five-year-old who was flat broke? What would he give? He or she? Exactly, man. Think Everything under the sun, man. Everything under the sun. <laughs> he wouldn't even. He or she wouldn't even think twice, would they? You know. Mm -hmm. That puts things in perspective, right there. It makes yeah. us real, we yeah. realize how much life you have to live. You really do. Mm, mm, mm. You know? Exactly. These, these things, you know, mindset is awesome. And I, I always thought mindset was a bit of a hippie word. And I thought, oh, yeah, mm. mindset, what's that? Like a bit of a woo-woo word, you know? But I mm, think, mm, honestly, there's so many things, so many things in this world are constructed by our mind. You think about the world outside of your head and the world mm. inside of your head. The world outside of your head has no meaning whatsoever, okay? It's yeah. just a collection of flipping atoms just flying around yeah the only reason it has any meaning okay is because of what you assign it in your head two people can look at the same situation one can say this is bad one can say this is good one can say this is a problem one can say this is an opportunity yeah what does that mm -hmm. tell you it's all subjective bro and you know when you're feeling when somebody is going to go outside their comfort zone they're feeling scared mm -hmm. people call that same emotion excitement Exactly. That that's what it is, man. I think at first I was I was scared of content creation. I was scared of being an entrepreneur. I was scared of trying to start something up. And then you do it and it changes from fear to excitement. So now for example, if you release a new if I release a new a new product or feature for the platform, right? I would have been scared, but now I'm excited to see what the market does with it, what people do with it. Um so for example, on on the peer platform People are not just sharing medical stuff. They're sharing dental stuff, interview stuff. They're sharing stuff on cryptocurrency. So, James, you've got one up there as well. Yeah, big um, one. <laughs> so the fact that people can take one functionality and do so much, uh, man, that is excitement, man. That is excitement. So, yeah. Real. Big yeah, time, yeah. big time, big time, big time, big time. And, you know, mindset is so flipping important because there's so many times in this journey that you get the sensation or feeling of overwhelm. Zayn, Arms, you ever been there? As in being yeah. overwhelmed by, by, <laughs> by just what? so much to do that you're like, ah. Zayn, let's hear your thoughts first, because I've done uh, you with a lot of work. <laughs> of course. So, hundred, you know what, hundred percent. I'm not gonna lie that it's been overwhelming uh, at times. And it's like I feel like I'm not even doing that much, and I'm already feeling overwhelmed. I think, what's going on? But I realize, like, the the to do list is never ending. You know what I mean? The two lift is just constantly growing. And you're thinking, you know, you need to figure out ways essentially of how to prioritize. Okay, what is the media? What is the medium? What's the long term? You know, what can wait till tomorrow? One needs to be done right now. Now I think a lot of that actually has come from working like on calls, like in the job, in the hospital. You know, again, you have situations, you have bleeps going off, and you you have to prioritize them. What's the emergency? What can wait? What can be done later? So I think with being overwhelmed, 100%, because it's never-ending. You know, life is never-ending. There's always going to be things to do, always be things mm -hmm. coming up in the way, you know, and it's like personally, professionally, you know, giving enough time to everyone and everything is, is not easy. But then you have to remind yourself, you know, what are your motivations to be here as well? You know, that's a big part for me. And I think, you know, like right now, you know, there's so many quotes, but like you just think about the hard work you put in now will pay off later. And... You know, same that like joining with peer, 
again, it's like you're reaching out to content creators, you're getting people on board to join and contribute and share their specific mm. knowledge, you know, teach others. But it's like, you know, sometimes we've talked about it before, it's like you throw 100 darts, but one will hit. And it's that one, mm-hmm. that one that connects, is that all that it takes, really? That's, you just need one to be successful. And there you go. You can, you know, push forward and progress through that. And so, you know, you just have to be persistent, persevere, be committed, dedicated, and just keep going. Because, you know, you know, things will work out as they've done before. Like mm. myself, prime example, I applied for dentistry, didn't get in. Went to biomedicine, didn't get in. But then I got in through the waiting list. So I didn't get in the first time around. I think, okay, but if I didn't try the first time, if I didn't push myself to do that, I wouldn't have got in at all. Mm. And it's like you do all the other stuff to make yourself, you know, excel. And that stuff paid off later on when it comes to my application. I was doing biomed, you know, I was doing mentoring, tutoring, I was doing charity work. And then I thought, okay, this will build my application. But at the same time, I learned so many skills from it. So when I got into dentistry, mm. you know, I was loving it because I thought I've learned so much already. I feel mature, I'm ready to be here. And it's the same journey now in peer. It's like, again, I didn't know how to do a lot of things, but it's only by doing it you learn. And then you become better mm. at it in the long term. So that feeling of one, you know, it's always there. But it's just about coping mechanisms, about having the right support mm. around you, you know, you know, getting the wife to help you out once or twice, you know, showing the load, getting it to <laughs> whatever it may be. You know happily, I, mean? I like, hope. Happily. <laughs> happily, yeah, happily. And a lot of also is that the team around you, the support network you got around you. So again, mm. I wouldn't have joined Peer if it wasn't for Ams or Abdul doing this right now. Because I thought, you know, these guys are legitimate. They've been doing this scrubbed in for a while. You know, they they know what they're talking about. I would happily work with them. And they're just such a friendly, wicked bunch, you know. And same with yourself, James. It's like, you know, I've been following your podcast for a while. Yeah, big laugh. And it's like, do you know what? James is a wicked guy. He knows what he's talking about. You know, I love to be here. I love to connect with him. And before this, you know, only, only last month, we'd never even spoken before. And mm-hmm. like, hey, yeah, a couple of weeks later, we're on the podcast. You know what I mean? But it's just about making the jump. And that's, I mm. think that's what most people are scared to do, is that you don't realise how capable you are until you're in the situation. And before, Absolutely. when I'd be on call, you know, I'd get, I'd hear like, oh, I've got this to deal with, and I've got a laceration, I've got a tooth that's come out. Before, I'd be feeling myself. I'd be like, oh, damn, and I'd be bricking. <laughs> but now, it's that second nature. I, I can deal with my eyes closed. It's not a problem. Alhamdulillah. But it's only through time and experience that you, you get to that point. So just persevere. That's what mm. happens. It's like every time you... You step outside your comfort zone, you get that experience, right? But you yeah. know what you can do? You can, that feeling, that emotion, you can reframe how you see it. Because actually, if you think about it, that's when you're doing your growing. Yeah. So sometimes mm-hmm. for me, I think to myself, actually, I'm not, I don't have that sensation today. I'm actually going to actively go looking for it now. Yeah. But that's absolutely my brain. Because then I've thought to myself, actually, I'm growing and I'm learning more when I feel like that. And sometimes mm-hmm. if I go for a few days and I think, oh, I haven't had that feeling for a while, I'll think about something to do, which is going to push me. Because then I know that, as I say, it's good for me as a person. Yeah. Absolutely. It, that took me a long time to realize, you know, I used to, I used to make myself do it, but I didn't enjoy it. But now mm-hmm. sometimes I seek it out. Now sometimes I seek it out. It's just another way of looking at things. Yeah. That mindset. Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. It's so good. Yeah, it's a real hack. Absolutely, real hack. I'll give you two two gems that sort of uh, sort of changed it for me from feeling overwhelmed to feeling everything feeling sort of uh, manageable. Apart from when I melt down, obviously sometimes. But um, two things. Number one, Zayn alluded it to it earlier that it's never ending, and Simon Sinek talks about this this infinite game. If you start looking at it as a as a game that doesn't end, the goal is to be just in the game, to survive in the game, to create in the game, to constantly just be alive, basically, rather than I need to achieve X, Y, and Z. And once I've reached those destination, life's accomplished. That that never happens to anyone. So I think if you look at it as a, it will never end. You just have to keep on going, keep on being alive, just be in the game. That's a great mindset. And I think the second thing uh, that I want to pass on is, is this quote, and I think it changes things for everyone. And in whatever you're doing, dentistry, medicine, if you're in the career, outside the career, or doing whatever project, and that's we all overestimate. So sorry, we overestimate how much we can do in a year, and we underestimate how much we can do in ten years. Right. So we feel like we're going to do all the world's things within the first year, achieve this, that, and the other. But if you take things at a step at a time, a step at a time, if you want to learn graphic design, 
break it down into a hundred small steps, just one at a time, by the end of the year, by the end of two, three years, you'll be able to freelance for big, big corporations, man. That's how I see it. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I, absolutely. Think about it. For dent- even within your careers, right, you're in dentistry is a five-year course, undergraduate medicine. By the end of the five years, you're a doctor. That's crazy, man. That's crazy that in five years. But if you mm-hmm. thought at, at year one, how many years would it take for me to become a doctor or a dentist? You'd say 10, 15 years, man. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I, I would think- argue that if you do ever make it or get there inverted commas mm. then yeah actually you should you should never feel like that because then that means you're no mm. longer and that actually takes the fun yeah. out of it and if you do feel mm. like that it's probably a sign that you should be pushing in another direction that's how i see it but i, I used exactly. to I, I did definitely used to see it the way you described earlier you know mm-hmm. that, i thought oh once i get out of dental school i'll be all right once exactly. i get out of fd exactly. i'll be all right once I leave this practice, I'll be all right. Once I yeah. do this, I'll be all right. And then you just once I'm dead. <laughs> once I'm dead, yeah, once I'm dead right. Do you know what's a term I really like? You know, like a mirage, right? You know, when you're in the desert and you're thirsty and you keep thinking the water's in front of you, but it's perpetually 200 meters in front of you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's because it is what it is. It's not an oasis. It's a mirage. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you know who talks about it in his book? It's a. Uh, the comedian Adam Kay, the doctor who created This Is Gonna Hurt, oh, yeah, he yeah. talks about all, all med students say, it's going to be good when I graduate and become an F1. F1 say, oh, I'll be F2. Oh, I'll be when I'm a surgeon. Yeah, I'll be exactly. when I'm a consultant. It's like, oh, <laughs> when and does it happen? You know, you're 90. <laughs> next thing you know, you're about to retire because you've had yeah. that mindset your whole life. You know what I mean? But exactly. Even though I say that and I'm making it out like I'm some sort of vicar espousing that amazing mentality, I still do that a lot of yeah, the time. Yeah, so I've got to be careful. I've got to nip that in the bud, actually, really. Mm-hmm. Pierre, tell me about Pierre because it's your guy's venture into mm-hmm. education for dentists and doctors isn't it yeah yeah, yeah sure happy to, if we can break it down actually i'd love to break it down from different viewpoints because i think peter's firstly he's got so much potential right in the world of dentistry medicine we know is already quite established but then we've got pharmacists engineers financial advisors you know we've got all kind of people joining here and contributing now uh, but if you look at it from different levels so for the students i think it's a it is an amazing way to learn about ever-growing amount of dental topics, you know, and you're learning from specialists. Uh, you can revise theory, you can create quizzes uh, to make practice exams. For me, personally, university, group revision was a big aspect of my learning. You know what I mean? Like sitting together, revising, sharing notes. Well, peer, they should do the same thing, but in an online world. You know, you can make a quiz, mm. share it with your friends, you know, and they can revise from it. You can make yourself your own couple of quizzes and do an examination. And uh, we've all, all done initiatives for universities, giving them that kind of free membership to students, because that's how much we believe in the benefits and the power of, of peer to be an educational platform. Like I said, I'm here purely to make education accessible. And, you know, like, for example, look, I want to go on these fancy courses. I want to, you know, learn from the best, you know. So I believe you said if you want to learn a skill, you learn it from the best, you know, and you have to invest in yourself to do it. And I really wanted to do that 100%. But being away from London in the east of England, you know, doing my DCT here, it's difficult for me to get into London uh, to do those courses or to go to Birmingham to do the conferences. So the next best thing that I thought I can do is get involved with peer and get those people on peer. So you can't go to them, but you can bring them to you. So you've got the mm. specialist, you've got the the masters of composite, the oral surgeon uh, specialist. You've got all these people on peer to learn from. You know, you can't go to them, but they can come to you in an online world. And that's the big mm. part of peer is getting all that specialist knowledge accessible anywhere worldwide. You know, that is our re- re- one of the main goals of peer at the same time. Um, and then things with peer, it can uh, be applicable to every single level. So, so if you're a qualified dentist, you can use it as a revision tool, as a learning tool. You can learn from your colleagues, connect with your favorite educators. Again, people who you look up to in the dental sphere, you know, doing amazing things, they'll have content on pair for you to learn from. So in a way, you're learning from them directly. And the thing with a lot of dentists, I know tons of dentists with vast knowledge, but they've got very little, very little social media presence, you know. Mm. But with peer, you know, this is tailored for education. So even though it is like an educational social platform, they can use it to share learning, you know, and 
you know, really put themselves out there and their brands, their passion, grow themselves in that way. Uh, you know, a lot of dentists may not feel that they have enough to offer, but the beauty of peer is that anyone can be an educator. They just need the professional knowledge there to share. And, a, you know, a prime example is yourself, James, because, like I said, you're a dentist by trade. We know that. But you've given away tons of financial knowledge and education over the years. You've connected so many healthcare professionals with other similar professionals, you know, regarding finances and investment. You know, your educational tool, James, has been Facebook and the podcast. You know, now you have the total finance course. But we see peer as a way to reinforce that learning that you might get mm. online. You know, you see, I see loads of great quizzes on Insta that dentists do. You know, they put up images, put up quizzes. But once that story is gone, that, that learning is gone. With peer, that education, that learning will be there forever. It's evergreen. You know, it will never expire. And you can access it whenever you want. So with peer, it's a great way for people to share knowledge, to test themselves as well. And say if you run a course, it's a great way for course. And so when it comes to kind of like the course leaders, you know, I think peers, you know, people are running these kind of courses, the small courses, the protrusive dental courses, the composite courses, you know, those kind of examples, I think peer will benefit them in, in many ways. So like I said already, it gives access. I can't go to London for a course on the weekend because I'm here working. You know, I can't go to Birmingham because I've got family or wherever it may be. But I still want to learn from my favourite educators, the big names. Mm. So peer brings those people to me, to you on your laptop mm. right in front of you. You know, that is a massive, massive advantage of a peer is that you're learning from the professionals, the ones who are mm. teaching others, you know. And at the same time, you know, it can be overwhelming for dentists, those who are recently qualified, yeah. It's like you've got tons of courses nowadays. You know, it's very saturated. You know, you've got a lot of choice, uh, but you're ambitious. But then it's like, which one do you choose? You know, how do you allocate your time, your leave or your money to attend to which kind of course? You know, but therefore with peer, the opportunity there is that you can get a little taste of that course beforehand. So if you've got these people who run these courses and then put their quizzes on peer, you'll give those people an insight. Okay, oh, this is what that oral surgery course involves. This is what that smile or that composite course involves. I enjoyed it. Let me go into it further. So that's, it gives a little taste, a little insight into what they expect if they went into those courses fully. And then for the people who do the course leaders, you know, we treat peer like a funnel. You know, you give learn, learners access to your content. You give them a little taste, an insight into your course, into their teaching what they can gain. And then it will encourage them to commit fully, you know, and then sign up and do the whole thing. So again, with access on peer, it's, it's global. It's not just UK students or UK professionals you can target. It's the whole world. Mm. That's the beauty of peer. And then beyond that, you know, it's endless. We're looking to then, you know, have organisations on there. This applies to, you know, BDA, GDC, dental tubules. Again, behind the presence on peer, they can really provide insights in what, you know, the learning they provide, what they can offer, mm. encourage users to sign up to their organisations via peer. You know, what are the benefits they would get joining them but people give them that taste that insight and again making all that knowledge accessible and they can then diverse you know once you're on pair you can access the whole thing you don't have to pay for certain bits you know once you're a member you've got access to everything you know and that's the beauty of peer is that once you're on there you can see everything and so let me try that let me look into that i never considered that before what's this about they do the quiz they become interested and they go on your link, on your profile, on your bio, and they want to learn more, and they can do so because of what mm. you put there. At the moment, it's quizzes. We've got pictures. We're looking to put video in there too, webinars, you know, commenting features. There's a lot going on, and peer is, is growing really well. And we want to just keep mm. that going further. You know, one of my dreams, even, like I said, I love teaching. I really enjoy teaching. So hopefully, we hope for peer to become a tool like a national tool, a nationwide tool for health education in England to use. Deaneries, even, you know, they can use it to deliver their teaching, their study days, uh, be incorporated into like the DFT, the DCT teaching, uh, the postgraduate training programs, you know, all advanced, all mentioned in advancing dental care review. They all talk about learning, continuous learning. We know about CPD beyond registration. And so through peer, we helped, you know, increase our knowledge, increase our learning, let them revise you know, learn that specialist information, complete their portfolios, all this kind of stuff to really benefit themselves. And the advantage of peer at the same time is that 
all the effort you put into making those quizzes, you get something back in return. So each time someone does your quiz, you know, you get a little bit of kickback, a little bit of income. But then what you do with that income is entirely up to you. We've had people on the platform saying, look, I'm not here for the money. I have to educate. Oh, no, no, that's perfect. You can give that money to charity. You can set up initiative. You can fund bursaries. Now, a lot of the time, we use some of the money to then give free membership to people abroad. You can't access mm-hmm. it themselves. So with Peer, it's a great potential to educate the world, really. Earn something back in return. Promote yourself. You know, you've got a lot of people in dentistry, especially, who are very ambitious. They want to be educators. They've got that passion to educate. But they're still starting out. Peers are perfect place to start out. You know, they can like, find me on peer, do my quizzes. And this is what I've got to mm. teach. And they get something back in return. So they can build their aspirations, reinvest in their futures via peer. And, you know, side hustles and all that is a big theme on this podcast as well. Mm. Beauty of peer is that it lets people create their own side hustles through it as well. So that is, for me, really, if I could summarize it, peer is giving you access the knowledge from your favorite educators in one place you know and then for that person who's educating it's helping you to teach others it's rewarding it's growing your passion your brand your skills as an educator and you're rewarded for all the time and effort and energy that you spend not just in the people but in in the in the promotion you get and the little bit of income on the side as well if you need it but again people don't people on there purely because they love teaching like i do and they Mm -hmm. almost share that passion with everyone so that is peer in a nutshell, really. Cool, man. Cool. And I believe it was your baby, Ams. Yeah. So I'll tell you a little bit about how it came about. So let's talk a little bit about how education was. And you'll actually see that uh, Zane's issue with going to that course is just displayed by it. So back in the day, right, the best teacher, the best educator would be in a certain city, in a certain town, in a certain institution behind a massive paywall, right? We're talking tuition fees of 100 grand, 40 grand, 50 grand. Right now it's nine grand, I understand. So right behind these walls, right? And you could be on the other side of the planet. If you wanted to learn from that that specific person, you'd have to get a ticket to go across, make sure you're available at that time, make sure at that institution and make sure you're in that room at that specific time. Yeah. Now in this digital era, right? You don't need to be there. You, what you can do is you can be there all through virtually you can be there virtually right and the idea was that how can we break down the walls how can we allow people to learn from each other and then i had and then there was this other point that came to uh, to our minds both me and abdul which was that a fair equity right you have to understand the market right you have companies out there and you've got two options right you can work for them or you can sell your content to them and there's only a few players so you better you have to match what their demand rate is which is not very high right? And it's a single rate. So we thought, why can't people just teach themselves using their face, their credentials as the brand, as the company, right? Because everyone knows something that they can teach. Every single dentist out there will have a certain talent that they can teach to someone else. Every medic knows something that juniors don't or seniors don't or their, or their colleagues don't. So the idea is to teach each other. And remember, everyone's experience is different. We all went to three different universities, right if we share that knowledge from different professors different mentors you create a massive pool of knowledge so it's about connecting people now the other thing that uh, i wanted to allude to was that the fair equity where zane talked about money right peer gives you that fun of content creation of becoming a personal brand for you when you do peer right you're not only just now imparting knowledge it's gonna now it's gonna now push you to that edge of all right let me think about what photo I put up there, what thumbnail I have there, what branding and marketing I do. And you know what? It gives you that fun of content creation. On peer, you're not working for anyone else but yourself and you're teaching other people. And you know what? Humans naturally love teaching. We all love imparting what we know up here. Um, so yeah, man, peer's putting the fun back in education, <laughs> putting the money back into the right hands. And um, yeah, making it just fun, learning fun again. Yeah. The, the, the way I see it, the way I already see it is like before we've had the area of the era of social media. Now it's sorry to jump in. I was literally about to say this. Yeah. It's social flipping media. Social education. Exactly. Yeah, the exactly. cross between the two. The cross between exactly. the two. I just want exactly. to say that. Yeah, yeah. I said because look, half my teaching, I'll be honest, them talk came from YouTube. You know, we tooth morphology, 
doing extractions, how to give an ID block. You know what I mean? So I'm a very visual learner. Do you know what I mean? Mm, and I yeah, learned it from yeah. YouTube, watching a how-to guide that I was doing the mm. patient the next day. <laughs> so that's so weird. So, you know, yeah. it's about teaching yourself and it's about finding yeah. the right people to learn from, really, online. Um, you know, that's really important, the the bit where you talked about uh, finding the right people and your flavour. So you'll find that you'll connect with different people. For example, you and James are both dentists, right? But you will both teach the same topic in very different ways, right? And different people gravitate towards you. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just about communities. Learners benefit because they're getting the right flavor they want. You guys are benefiting because you're get, finding your community as well. Um, so, yeah, man, that is it. That's cool. Anybody who's interested in peer, check it out. www. I think I'm going to spell it right. P-E-E. No, P-E-R-R.com, right? Uh, two E's, man. Two E's and two R's. Come on. Two E's and two R's. <laughs> Yeah, did I say that? Did I say two E's and two R's? You said one E, two R's. <laughs> oh, that was, that was, no, no, no. Oh, wait, <laughs> that's a total typo. Uh, uh, the verbal version of a typo there. I meant to say two E's and two R's because I noticed that it was spelled slightly differently. So yeah, feel free to check it out, everybody who's listening on the podcast. Guys, you've been so generous with your time today. Anything that you'd like to say just to wrap up before we finish? Um, Nothing at all. From me, um, it's a pleasure, James, to meet you, to meet you, your mindset. I've learned a lot from you and it's, again, peer-to-peer knowledge on this podcast as well. Anyone who's listening on your podcast, they're taking value away. They better be going back. All the content that you have, it's evergreen. Go back. If this is the first episode, go back, take it all in and action all of that. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you, man. I love it. Zian? Yeah, James, to echo what Amza said, look, it's been a pleasure to be here. It's been great fun. Just having a chat, you know, talking about our passions, education and helping others and being on this journey together and i love the fact that even though we're teaching or doing different things we've all got the shared experience you know we've all had the same kind of challenges the same kind of Mm. feelings of being overwhelmed or time management or hitting a brick wall and how to overcome them is that we learn from each other you know what i mean Mm. it's like other people have been there done that and they're willing to share that knowledge and that's why we're here that's why we're here on the podcast that's why you are there james with your facebook you know, it's like you're sharing the knowledge to help others for nothing in return. And that's that's the beautiful thing, you know. So we appreciate you hosting us today. It's been great fun. And we look forward pleasure. to next time. My pleasure, guys. I'm sure we'll meet again very soon. We'll catch up later. See you. Take care, James. Yeah. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit follow or subscribe so you can stay up to date with information on new podcasts which are released weekly. Please also feel free to leave a positive review so others can learn about this podcast and benefit from it. I would also encourage any fans of the podcast to sign up to the free Facebook community from which the podcast originated. Please search Dentists Who Invest on Facebook and hit join to become part of a community of thousands of other dentists interested in improving their finances, well-being and investing knowledge. Looking forward to seeing you on there.